All right, we're here now for another social marketing hour, and I have a very special guest that I am so happy to have in the house today, Natalie Dawson. If you don't know Natalie, well, you're missing out in a big way. Natalie is an AGM client. I'm also a client of hers, and uh, it's funny because we pay each other money, all right? And um, she's been um, really killing it in the game of social media and has a lot of uh, value to give in the world in the world of team building, um, business building, She's opening up the journey to show people how she's doing another, uh, the next billion dollar company. Uh, Natalie is the co-founder of a company called Cardone Ventures. You might have heard that name Cardone a little bit. Well, she's here today with me and we're going to talk a little bit about team building. We're going to talk about um, what she's been up to and uh, just try to get as much value as possible in a little, bit of, a little bit of time. Natalie, welcome to the show today. I'm so excited to be here. We have a lot of topics to cover. Oh my God. So many things we could talk about. Oh my God. I'm, I'm seriously uh, trying to figure out how do we compress more time into 20 minutes, but that has not been possible. Well, if anyone can do it, you can. I know. I'm going to try my best. I believe it. Natalie, what are you up to these days? Give us an update. Well, right now I am working on one of our businesses that is taking a lot of our attention, which is 10X Health, because there's been a lot of growth there, learning a significant amount of lessons on that side. Uh, After launching my book two years ago, I really felt like I had figured out starting our own business from scratch with culture and hiring team members and really putting in the right things that I hadn't experienced prior to this new business. And now we have this business where we've interjected three different cultures. And so I am really focusing on honing my skills and the development of our team around how do you buy businesses, integrate those businesses so that we can help other businesses in this next cycle with the economy be able to buy businesses as well. And I feel like I'm learning all of the hard lessons to expedite that process for business owners to come. That's awesome. And it's, it's so great. You have a similar thing going on than what I have going on in this building, which we have a marketing company and we have a supplement company. You guys have an incredible business educational company with a lot of great services with Cardone Ventures. And now you have 10X Health and other companies that you can give all that incredible value to. So it just ends up being this powerful ecosystem. You guys discover things to, to train people on and then you implement it yourself. So you become the, you walk the talk, like they say, it's fantastic. So, so Natalie, I know that um, Cardone Ventures is a big part of your day and you spend a lot of time doing that. We are ourselves a great product of Cardone Ventures. Um, we've been down the journey with you guys uh, for quite a while now. Uh, we invested in both our companies and as you know, we've expanded quite a bit. So th- there's an old saying of you don't know what you don't know, right? Like, so um, let me ask you something. What are you seeing right now in all these businesses that you work with? Because it's hundreds, it, thousands that get to go to your seminars and you know all kinds of trainings but you probably have hundreds of clients in Cardone Ventures that are on the program. What are you seeing with their numbers in general? Is the economy showing slowdown? I, I don't pay too much attention to it because we, I do believe that we make our own economy, but what are you observing that you have a lot more data than, than, than me in general? Yeah, what I'm seeing is the businesses that are choosing to invest in themselves are going to create the economy regardless of what the economy is doing. And so I do feel like we, because we're attracting a certain type of business owner that's interested in growth, we're seeing people who are growing. When I do happen to look at the news, when I do happen to look at stats from what's going on in the economy, obviously it's not showing that exact same data, right? But because business owners can create what the success looks like in their business, when people make that decision, they're they're growing. 
Mm. We see businesses growing. The majority of our businesses are growing because they're choosing to look at the areas of opportunity that they weren't looking at before because they're scared. And I do think that people who are scared, business owners who are scared, it's a positive thing. Like you, you probably should be scared about your business. You probably should be scared that, hey, maybe it's not going to go so well next year. So what discipline do I have to put in? What different things do I have to be looking at? What new areas of opportunity do I have to start exploring? Which is part of, as I was mentioning, us integrating these different businesses. If we can show businesses over the next three to five years, how do you buy a business to add revenue very quickly, but revenue very quickly can also cause a decline and a crash if a business owner does not know how to integrate it properly. So if we can be the hub that is helping business owners understand how you buy that revenue because it's going to be cheap right now because there are going to be people who aren't interested in investing themselves. They're going to be scared. It's going to be the last thing. Mm-hmm. The straw was that saying straw on the camel's back. They're going to like, I'm just out. I don't want to do this business thing anymore. Great. A savvy entrepreneur is going to say, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I'm going to buy this business but they're going to need to know how to integrate it. Totally. It's one of those opportunities as, as the market pulls back and people get fearful, mm-hmm. then we dive in and there's more opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Making your own economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalie, so uh, something that I was telling you before we started, uh, you are, I know you're public about your age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like to describe you as a 1,000 year old soul in the body of a 30 year old woman. And, uh, it's pretty crazy because when you, when you look at the world at large, nobody would expect that value to come out of your, um, your mouth. And we always get impressed. Like when we go and see you talk, hear you speak, listen to your podcast, read your books, et cetera. It's, it's insane. How the heck did you get into this business genius mindset that you have? Like, how did that evolve? Like there there has to be a story behind it. I don't know if it's connected. I would not say that it's because of a traditional education. Somehow you crack the code, you figure it out. And now you're teaching older men and older females and a lot of older souls how to succeed in business. And it's really damn freaking smart. So how Natalie, please tell us a little bit. What is the recipe for uh, your success in that area? Well, both of my parents were entrepreneurs. They're both medical doctors. They had their own businesses and growing up. They're very focused and had a lot of attention on my brother and I for our studies. We had to get straight A's and when we weren't doing school, we were reading books. And I stopped having interest in like fairy tales and books about stories when I was 12 years old. And I was in Barnes and Noble every single day. My brother had basketball practice and my mom took us to the, took me to the bookstore to wait for him. And so I'd be perusing around all the, the bookstore shelves and I stopped liking those story like kids section. And I traveled over to the business section and I saw this book called the Starbucks experience. And I picked it up. I remember taking it to the basketball game. We were going to go watch my brother play. And I started reading this book about the Starbucks green straw and how it creates a consistent but unique experience across every Starbucks and how they expanded using different marketing tactics. And for me, that was the first time that I really started to understand and get an interest in business and what makes a business and what makes it interesting and fun to create a business. Because the Starbucks straw could have been pink. It could have been red, Mm. green, and the siren was green and how that evolved. And so from that point, I started to read more books because my parents wouldn't let me not read books. I really appreciate the difference that they forced. And then I met my husband when I was 20 and I was going to ask you about that for sure. I don't think uh, we mentioned that, but Natalie is married to Brandon Dawson, who's an amazing entrepreneur. 
Uh, I also describe him as one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Genius individual. And, um, you know, I was on listening to Grant Cardone on, on one seminar, uh, and, um, he had about 400 people in the audience and they were asking questions to Grant and somebody asked Grant, uh, what is your biggest regret in life? And you know what his response was? He said, not meeting Brandon Dawson earlier in my life. Wow. How cool is that? This individual that has billions of dollars in real estate value. This is a guy that has succeeded at such a large scale, hundreds and hundreds of employees, massive influence. And that was his biggest regret. That tells you the power, right? It's incredible. And I've been able, obviously, ha helping Brandon with his content for a while now. I've been able to see that brilliance. And I, I feel like we have a responsibility to get that out there a lot more. Because it's very unique. It's very special. Like, once he gets going, it's like, boom. And you just like, and also he has a really good way of explaining uh, the concepts that are generally considered too high level for people, right? It's really good. So anyways, t you were 20 years old, Natalie. You were already uh, an old soul on a 20 year old body, which a, a little takeaway, right? That I can say from your story for anybody listening to this, you were in the environment of entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It's not just that you had the parenting, the parenting was correct. You were in the vicinity of the correct mindset, mm -hmm. which means that if you don't have those skills, you can just put yourself in the vicinity and it eventually it's contagious. Mm -hmm. Just like COVID is contagious. Entrepreneurship, mindset, success, or failure. All those things are contagious. That's just the way it is. So you were in the vicinity. Your parents put them, put you in that mindset. They made you read books, study books, study, learn, etc. And then you had the mindset. And then at the age of 20, what happened? Well, I met my husband and my husband is just, as you mentioned, he's brilliant. He's such a business mind that focuses on the things that most people who talk about leadership and entrepreneurship just don't talk about it in the way that he does That's right. really operationalize it and have specific examples of how to apply things. That was always my struggle as I read all these books, but I didn't understand how in a one-to-one -one interaction with a team member, you would implement what I'd read. It was just developing your, yourself. So when I started spending time around Brandon, we fell in love fairly quickly and it was just this explosion of, I have real life experience, but I already had this voracious appetite for reading, learning, understanding. So as I was experiencing or seeing these things go right, most of them went wrong. I mean, Cardone Ventures has been such a success for the last four years, but what I was working on prior to the last four years, every single project I touched was failing and there was issues and there was team member problems. And so I feel like I got a an entire career in a five-year period of all just like confidence crushing experience wow. to think that I didn't know what I was doing. And then finally, I just learned enough to where when Carbon Ventures this opportunity came up, I was like, we are not making these mistakes. These are all the things that I did wrong last time. These are all the things we're going to do different. And this culture, this environment, this team that we have really is a product of that. Wow. That's amazing. So I got to know, how did you guys meet? What, how did that happen? Can you, have you told that story? Is that a public story? Yes, it is a public story. Okay. I actually met Brian when I was 12. So as my mom uh, was a medical doctor, she's been his doctor for over 20 years now. And wow. Neighbor. Oh my so God. I grew up, Brian's 
quite a few years older than I am. Um, my old soul and his youth, I, I, like we kind of average each other out to be the same age. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. Yeah, I like we it. Average each other. We are the same age. You know, you don't notice the, uh, it's it's interesting, but when we see your chemistry, it's not that obvious. No, it really isn't. It, it is like, you know, like you said, he has this young way of acting or whatever, right? Like, And then you have this mindset and this like maturity to yourself. And then some people they see you talking and they don't expect what's coming out of your mouth and it's like incredible and then it, it, i see how that blends yeah. that ends up like balancing itself yeah. at first it was a little bit rocky because he is 25 years older than i am so i met him when i was 12 and then when i was 20 all i wanted to do while going through college was give my time to this homeless foundation this organization in downtown portland my mom finally said natalie you are no longer volunteering your time you have to get a real job so she called Brandon and asked if I could intern at his 200 person company. So then I started interning, listening to his leadership content. And there was some time in between that point and when we decided to start dating about a year and a half, but we fell in love and here we are. That's amazing. I love it. In in his case, uh, do you guys... Uh along the way figured out that oh wait a second we're both like entrepreneurs let's just build stuff together is that how it happened or like or or was it from the beginning like quite obvious this is what we're gonna do he already had this existing business so i came on the scene which is oddity right yeah oddity his prior business he sold it in 2016 so i started working there in 2013 so he was in the process of selling this business and had all of these things. There was a sale fail with that business. There was, it was a very emotional process to get to the, get the business to the point where it sold. The 77 EBITDA. Yeah, it sold for 77 times earnings, $155 million. And at the point that it sold, he and I thought we were just going to ride off into the sunset together and we're just going to live this life of... Not happening. Lavishness. And as I mentioned, every project that I had worked on up until that point was failing. So for me, I didn't have confidence in myself. And for him, he finally like checked off this box of I accomplished everything that I'd ever dreamed of accomplishing. So we really struggled for about two years to figure out who we are, what we wanted. And during that time, that's when I found Grant. Brandon wanted to go a very traditional private equity route for whatever the next business was. And then I said, no, wait, we should look at these social media influencers and leverage mm -hmm. one of their audiences to be able to build this thing that we want to build. Makes sense. We met Grant and Lane in 2019. I remember. I was there. I was at that event. Amazing event. The Miami one. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Incredible. What a ride. Mm -hmm. What a ride. You know, you said riding to the sunset. You and I, that's not happening. Yeah. Brandon, Grant, that's not happening. Yeah. Our riding into the sunset is riding into the next venture, into the next bu next business. There's never an end because it's that's how we roll. Like, what would we do with ourselves, Natalie? We go to the beach and spend all day doing what? Well, you know, that's the funny thing is that experience watching somebody actually achieve everything that they'd ever dreamed of made me realize that the American dream of retiring at 60 and being able to do whatever you want for the rest of your life, that really isn't the dream. Right. And until you experience it, it doesn't, that doesn't sound real to people. They're like, Oh, I don't want to work and work isn't great. And I just want to get, get this over with. And it made me realize people are meant to work. You have to figure out what it is that you want to do I love it. and to contribute to. And you have potential. Your potential doesn't end when you're 60. Your potential doesn't end when you're 65. I look at Grant. Grant's 65 years old. He is more excited about what the next 25 years looks like than he's ever been. Crazy. And so 
it's a, it was a mindset shift for me because even at 25, when this whole situation was happening, I did think, oh, well, maybe we just don't have to, to work. And then a month in, we were both miserable and we could have chosen not to work, but he has so much potential. I have so much potential. You just have to figure out how to get over failures and upsets and issues to be able to then see what the opportunity is so that you can create whatever it is that your potential is. Totally. And never be satisfied because we're never satisfied. Mm -hmm. This is the way it is. Always. I think you're going to be. That's right. I think that the goal is to be satisfied. It's really not. The goal is to be able to say, hey, I think I can do this massive thing. Get people around you who are equally as excited about it or at least supporting you in it. And then just freaking go for it yeah also whenever you look up you see how much more you could do so, and there's people like grant himself that keep on showing us what's possible out yeah. there so i'm gonna do a hundred million dollars in my company and i'm like wait a second grant has four billion dollars in real estate i told you the example of one of our competitors he they do four billion dollars a year in sales what did I tell you? which i'm not i'm slacking right like i'm I'm underperforming, right? Like, um, to be, to be fair, we are expanding and they're contracting. So I'm excited about that. Right. I'm taking the market and I'm, uh, again, we've learned a lot from you guys. So, uh, processes, procedures, policies, systems. I mean, in this building, you have seen a few of the elements that were inspired by Cardone Ventures. You did not see the mission statement. It's hanging on the wall. I'll show you when we get out, we got the core values that was, that came from you guys, right? A lot of that stuff has been. It's been an intense process to make our organization better and more ready for expansion. So you guys are amazing. Uh, Natalie, um, we can talk for another 17 hours or so, because obviously you have a lot of value to give. Uh, I know we have a time limitation today. Um, one thing that I'll mention about our previous conversation, it's not about that, what happens when you accomplish your goals. I, I believe, and you can tell me your thoughts on this, but I think it's just the legacy play, right? Like mm -hmm. I told you the example of what's happening with my father, like today, two and a half years after he passed, he's impacting the lives of more people than before he passed, before he was uh, with us. Still, when he was creating, we get 50 million views of his content every single month. When he was alive, we would get 10 million. So it's, it's legacy, right? Like, so I think that the play becomes, how do you do something that goes beyond the life of that body. How do you keep going? Because we are after all spiritual beings. We're not this particular body. So when we work on something, we just gotta believe that what we're doing is gonna impact more people along the way. And maybe potentially, who knows? Maybe we come back. Who knows, whatever your beliefs are, but regardless, we're trying to build something better for this particular world. What is your opinion on the play of legacy and building for a legacy? Yeah, I believe in that wholeheartedly. And, you know, we were talking about your family and your kids, not that they'll necessarily come into the business or have any interest in this particular business, but the fact that you can create something that shows them what is possible for them if and when you pass is that your legacy is continued through the work ethic and you not giving up and you chasing your potential. So you're already extending your legacy through the way that you are showing up and working to create your legacy today because of the impact that that's going to have on your kids who will then, with whatever their potential is, decide to say, hey, I'm gonna go after this thing because this is what my expertise is and this is what my potential is. And that creates a legacy for your family of people who are interested in hard work, are interested in figuring out how they can make their corner of the world a better place. This started with me talking about my parents. My parents 
got this entrepreneurial thing in me just because they forced me to read books all the time. And at the moment I hated it, but I saw what that was like for them because they were so smart and so well-read and that has now expanded and extended through me. And obviously they're proud of that, but your legacy and their legacy is already in fruition, is mm -hmm. already coming to fruition through your kids today. Totally. Totally. And that's just going to continue to expand. That's beautiful. Uh, is uh, Does Brandon come from a family of entrepreneurs also? You know, he... His grandfather was an entrepreneur? Or, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, his grandfather was uh, head of the Oregon State Police. And then his mom started a massive... Uh, hearing aid business and mm. also a, a very large foundation. Okay. I, I did meet Brandon's dad. Yes. Super cool guy Jim. at the last NX events. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, but I ask you because, um, you know, one thing that we take for granted and the most people that are watching this take for granted is the fact that imagine being able to go back and see your previous generations, your ancestors and see how they created businesses. Mm. How cool would it be, right? Like for people to keep on down the line experiencing what they did to build, right? And you can, you know, go back and see everything, the entire journey. We take for granted the fact that we have that opportunity today, mm -hmm. that people can keep on seeing Natalie Dawson for generations to come. Yep. Oh, look at that company that got to Cardon Ventures to multiple billions of dollars. Oh, wow, we can actually see the entire journey. Yeah. Let's go back and look at them when they were doing $75 million in revenue, 100%. how incredible that is, right? Yeah. This is an opportunity of this era mm -hmm. and people don't dive into it enough, mm -hmm. which is one of the reasons why it's such a big opportunity mm -hmm. because people like you realize that you jump all over that and then I jump all over that, right? But most of them are like, oh yeah, they just realize that oh, the world is changing, but they don't act enough. Yep. Okay, uh, Natalie, rapid fire before we wrap up. Okay. I'm ready. Five good tips. So by the way, Natalie is the author of a book called Teamwork. Mm -hmm. And that book is amazing. And it's available pretty much anywhere. Uh, you can go to Amazon and check it out. And it's a book that we've used to fix our organization. Uh, you don't know what you don't know. There's an amount of things that we found out in that book that we're like, oh my God, that's common sense. Uh, let me implement it. And then things start getting better. It's incredible. Team building is important, it's essential. It is, I would say, crucial. Why don't you give us five good tips okay. that you, the, how you manage your team every day, things that you do, things that we shouldn't do, okay. that the audience can actually apply uh, with their own staff. Beautiful. So first thing is start every single morning with a daily all team meeting. If you are not doing a daily all team meeting, you're not going to know what the temperature check is on your employees. The second reason that that's amazing is it creates discipline. Most people cannot do the same thing every single day over and over and over again. So your own discipline as a business owner increases because you're now committed. You have to show up to the daily LT meeting too. Uh, but then it also is creating that discipline culture for your team. Uh, let's see. Number three would be, I'm just going to go all in on this daily LT meeting thing. When you're on the daily LT meeting, as you and I were talking about earlier, when you're on the daily LT meeting, you have to actually look at your team members. It's not just for you to show up and give stats and have this rah, rah moment. You need to show up and actually say, okay, what's happening with Joe? Is Sarah engaged? What's happening with Billy? And we started doing this when we had 12 and 12 employees and I would look at every single person and you can tell when people are disengaged. So actually paying attention. And then once you see that somebody's disengaged, take responsibility, go to that person, say, Hey, what are you running into? And if Joey is just all 
stressed out because of something at home, you then have to figure out, okay, what do I need to do to get Joey back on track? Because Joey's a really important part of growing my business. Uh, what else? Number four would be, do not ignore the Joey's. You have to pay attention to the people who are disengaged in your business. If you think that you are going to just coast by and grow and expand while you have a bunch of people like Joey on your payroll who are not helping you and are, are really struggling with things, you're delusional. It's not going to work because you're the only person that's actually rolling with the business and ensuring that it's growing because you have a bunch of people who are having problems that you're not willing to address. And the final thing on the daily all team would be the stats that are read every single morning should be the stats are the most important things to look at every single day. So that should be cash collected in the business. If you're looking at how much cash you're collecting month over month, especially compared to your best month or the previous month, we look at all three every day. You're going to know what the pace of the business is to understand. Are you growing? Are you going backwards? Are you staying the same? And then your attention all day is going to be on how do I make it grow? That's amazing. Amazing. And I would add uh, the sixth point on the all team meeting is that it really gets everybody on the same page. Mm -hmm. You start creating a team. People start understanding what's going on in the organization. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. It's a big deal. I have fixed my my team meetings because of your education. So I appreciate that very much. And you can see the energy in the group changes because of it. So anyways, that's one area that you learn with Natalie. Uh, You can check out all her other stuff going on. She is a unique uh, content creator. She is a unicorn. So check her out on YouTube. Natalie um, is creating content consistently. You're about to hit 20,000 subscribers and uh, you're killing it. And it's, it's entertaining. I love your content, Natalie, because it's entertaining. Thank you. You're this blonde girl that that is not supposed to be so insanely amazing. All right. So it's like I'm not supposed to be this insanely amazing. You're not really supposed not. to be right. Like and then uh, Jeremy told me, like, what do you think uh, our numbers should look like? I'm like, listen, there's something unique about Natalie. She's a good looking young girl that happens to spit out gold every time that she opens up her mouth. All right. Those two things combined. You know, we got something different than what Brandon has. All right. We we need to make some magic. That's right. Nali, thank you for being here with us today. We can talk about it for, uh, talk about it for a long time. Uh, We're going to have to do this again. I'm going to try to bring your husband over kidnap you guys for a couple of days and let's make it happen. All right. It'd be a great interview. <laughs> it will be a good one. Uh, thanks for having, for, for, for being here with me. And then again, check out Natalie's uh, content, check out her book. And um, I appreciate it. It's been great. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. See you on the next one.